What's up, everybody? I lost a lot of money in crypto, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay, now that's just the preface. I want to say, my name is TJ McClelland. I'm the broker of Fitness Realty. Welcome to the Fitness Realty Podcast. This is going to be episode 94. Some of my insight into the cryptocurrency space, some of the ideas behind cryptocurrency, some of my own thoughts, and I'm going to tell you some stories about me losing a gargantuous amount of money in my opinion. It might not be a lot of money to Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, but to me, it was a lot of money. So without further ado, let me start with the story about me losing the money in cryptocurrency. So about four or five years ago, when I first started dabbling in cryptocurrency, I thought, wow, this is an amazing tool. Some people are getting rich. Some people are losing lots of money. I was really hoping to become one of the people that got rich. That didn't happen. I spent about $60,000, my first rodeo, in lots of different cryptocurrencies. I bought Bitcoin, I bought Ethereum, um, I bought something called the Wave Coin. Uh, I bought lots of weird coins. Um, there was one that I was really interested in, it was called Wild Coin, and it was supposedly gonna be a game and had all these things behind it and some gambling that people could do. Well, I put probably 10 or 12,000 of that 60,000 into Wildcoin. And within three months, the company went bankrupt and all of that money was gone. Um, so that one was really fun. And that was great because there was a time I was telling my wife like, oh, this is going to make us rich. We're going to be so good and life is going to be amazing. And it just in three months. Anyway, so that part's kind of fun turning $12,000 into zero really, really quickly. And then having your wife say that was a stupid mistake. And totally, I, I totally agree with her 100%. It was a stupid mistake. I was dabbling in investments that I had no idea what they were. I didn't know anything about those companies. I didn't do any due diligence. All I did was ride the hype train of Wildcoin or any of the other stupid coins that I bought because I thought that I would diversify and all I was really doing was diversi diversifying into more stupid coins that had no business uh, or didn't even have a business plan a lot of times. Um, and we had what we call a pump and dump where a bunch of influencers jump onto Instagram and they bought the coin at a really low price and they pump the market really hard with all their influencer stuff like videos, content, they get people really hyped. And so people like me, get hyped and we're like, man, I'm totally in. And I buy a bunch of that coin and it goes up a bunch and it starts shooting up and I keep buying it all the way to the top. And then that influencer sells all theirs and then the coin starts to plummet. And lo and behold, I'm left holding the bag, which is really kind of bad. So anyway, that's one of the kind of first terms that we talk about a little pump and dump where it really skyrockets quickly and then comes back down just as quickly. And most of the time goes way down below where it was at that pump uh, or the start of the pump. And so um, watch out for pump and dumps. There's a lot of them still out there. There's a lot of scam coins uh, or meme coins. There's a lot of different as aspects about cryptocurrency that you should really do your due diligence on any company or any coin you're about to buy. So, uh, my first rodeo, like I said, four or five years ago, I put about $60,000 into the cryptocurrency space, lost all $60,000. Um, I had a lot of the same things people 
are scared about in cryptocurrency happened to me. Um, I lost my passwords to one of the platforms. So any money that was locked into that platform, I had no way of getting that getting access to it anymore. Um, I wasn't too sad about that one anyways, because most of the coins, like I said, went to zero or rock bottomed or actually uh, were disappeared. I shouldn't say disappeared. They were discontinued off of that platform. So nobody could actually buy or sell those anyways. Um, and the companies virtually went bankrupt. So not too bad. You know, like I lost passwords to a company that there was zero money on that anyways. But that is one of the fears with cryptocurrency is losing your passwords or losing uh, access to your cryptocurrency. So I did have that happen. Um, I bought coins that went bankrupt. So that definitely happened. Um, I I uh, experienced the pump and dump, the hype, buying it at the high and uh, selling it at the low when I was like, well, this is not going anywhere. I might as well recuperate some of my money. Um and then I put it back into coins that were worthless and still lost all that money. So anyway, I experienced that four or five years ago, losing that money. And what it taught me was a valuable lesson. I was dabbling in investments that I had no, I had no business being there. I didn't know what they were. I was not educated. I had no mentor that would teach me any of those principles. Um, and the mentors that I thought I had influencers on YouTube and Instagram and everything like that. I thought they were invested in me. I was completely wrong. Obviously, that was just me being naive. Um, because I thought they were in it at the same time frame I was, but they were much earlier. So they were really interested in pumping this up selling and then letting it go down and letting the rest of us hold that bag, which sucks hard. Um, so I really had none of the aspects of a normal investment that you would think of getting invested into something and in a space where you have no business doing any of that if you don't get educated. So life lessons were learned and a ton of them. Now on the flip side, I have some things to offer to everybody out there, some education pieces. And I want to make sure that I'm very clear here. None of this is financial advice. It's just going to be my thoughts about cryptocurrency um, it's going to be my thoughts about education pieces on that. Um, it also is going to be some of my insight that I think in the market today, people would have value in learning. So uh, first things first on the education pieces that I have learned about cryptocurrencies, uh, the spaces of that. Uh, first thing, there is a great company right now called crypto.com. Uh, one of the easiest names to remember, one of the easiest brand recognition items out there, uh, one of the easiest websites to remember about crypto, crypto.com, super easy to remember or type into Google. Um, and it is one of the easiest platforms to get involved in cryptocurrency. If you learn nothing else from this video, uh, Bitcoin is the biggest cryptocurrency on the market right now and in the space of cryptocurrency it is one of the most uh, or is one of the least volatile cryptocurrencies out there and has more backing behind it than any other cryptocurrency out there so if you felt like I wanted to get involved in cryptocurrency today uh, crypto.com the platform if you use my referral code down below you'll get $25 of cryptocurrency and it will give you access to purchase your own Bitcoin off of the blockchain. 
Um, it does have lots of other of the coins as well. You could buy up to diff 200 different coins, I think, are on crypto.com right now. Like I said, though, the lessons I learned, don't invest in any of those other coins unless you really get educated, do your due diligence, and get a mentor to tell you all about it. Okay, so like I said, if you wanted to get involved in cryptocurrency today, download crypto.com, the app, start your account, get $25 free, and then buy a little bit of Bitcoin, $50 here, $25 here, right? A lot of people in their investment strategies want to go all in on something. The easier way is to buy a little bit a uh, little bit of Bitcoin uh, week in, week out. Maybe it's $25 a week for a year, and then you look at your account and see how you've done. Uh, maybe it's $50, right? Everybody's threshold of investment is wildly different. Um, I'm not going to give you any advice on a percentage or anything like that. I just think that people should get involved with Bitcoin because it is a currency that's going to change our entire space of how we deal with currency. Okay, so I want to give you some thoughts about what cryptocurrency is. There's many, many videos out there about how cryptocurrency works. I'm just going to touch base on how Bitcoin works and Ethereum uh, so that you can more clearly understand a little bit about the cryptocurrency space. So for the eons of time, we have had currency that humans deal with. Uh, we've had stores of value. Maybe it's seashells. Maybe it's tulips. Maybe it's the dollar. Maybe it's gold, silver, platinum. You name it. There are a lot of currencies out there. Whether you call it cryptocurrency, fiat currency, gold, or whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, they all have certain principles, and there's lots of videos on the, the principles that you could go down. Uh, but what I want to talk about are the ease of transfer, so how fast somebody can actually pay somebody else. Uh, I want to talk about the ability to store value. Um, I want to talk about the normalcy of that value, which we don't have in Bitcoin currently. The normalcy is really fluctuating. Um, and then the ease of how to hold that and keep it with you. Um, and then also storing it. Okay. So I know that's a lot of things to go over. So the paying people quickly, I want to show you with gold, when people are using gold, that can be pretty, pretty fast. You can hand somebody a bar of gold and pay for whatever item you want. However, there becomes a leap that you'd have to do if that was cross country or if it was across the street or if it was a large amount that that becomes really difficult logistically. With Bitcoin, you can send $10 million right now uh, to your friend who is traveling Japan or traveling in Australia. You can literally do it over the network and it happens really, really quickly and you could send $10 million uh, across the internet. Now, obviously, there's already ways to do that with banks and everything, but banks take a fee that is really, really high when you send volumes of money like that. With Bitcoin, the fee is much, much smaller. So people are using Bitcoin more frequently because the fees are cheaper and it's easier to send volumes of money uh, in long distances. Okay, so let's talk about the store of value, right? The gold has a store of value. Bitcoin has a store of value. Bitcoin's store of value right now is fluctuating really, really uh, wildly, mostly because it's not as adopted as gold is. 
Right now, there's a 10 to $12 trillion gold market cap out there, um, depending on which source you go to. That $12 trillion in gold is held by a lot of people across the, uh, across the world. Right now, in Bitcoin, the market cap is much, much smaller than in gold because there are not as many people adopting that there is uh, value in Bitcoin when there is lots of value in Bitcoin. Um, and that's just my argument for that sake. Okay, so I want to kind of switch gears into how Bitcoin works. So obviously you guys have probably seen Bitcoin on the news, but you might not know what it does, how it works or anything like that. Bitcoin is actually code. Uh, it's a code that's on computers and lots of computers across the world run this same code so that the ledger all stays the same for all of those computers across the network. So it would be like having, let's say 10,000 different people running the ledger of your bank account so there's no way you could say, oh, I'm going to fudge this one a little bit because 9,999 other people are going to see that you fudged that and that uh, transaction was incorrect. And so that's how this ledger keeps the truth behind all of the transactions on that blockchain. Um, in Bitcoin specifically, every 10 minutes, roughly, a new block is added to that ledger. So just think a new line item is added to that ledger. That line item may have 100 transactions. It may have 1,000 transactions. All those transactions go into that new ledger line, and we call it a block. And that's why it's called a blockchain. Um, and in Bitcoin specifically, it's about every 10 minutes. So I want you to think every 10 minutes, this ledger is updated worldwide, globally, 24-7, never sleeps, uh, never eats, never has to do uh, any fitness never has to go to the bathroom. Like this ledger is running 24 seven to make sure that the truth is behind this ledger. So imagine a system, and this is where the store of value comes from for Bitcoin, in my opinion. The store of value comes from the truth behind the ledger because there's not a single person or entity or government uh, or political affiliation that could say, I want to fudge this line on this ledger a little bit. You couldn't have Russia or China or any of our allies or uh, any of our other countries that we are not liking currently. Um, you couldn't have anybody fudge those numbers and create a problem with that store of value. So in my opinion, the truth behind that is really a big component of the value behind Bitcoin. Okay, so let's kind of shift gears again. Now we've kind of talked about how to get involved today if you wanted to get some Bitcoin. Like I said, download the crypto.com app. You can buy Bitcoin directly. You could buy Ethereum. You could buy several other, other coins. You are going to get $25 for free just to download it. So take advantage of that. Get involved. Um, that part's amazing. Then we did talk about uh, Bitcoin and gold and currency in the store of value. We kind of like barely scraped the surface on that one. Um, and then we talked about Bitcoin directly and how that works and how some of it operates. We kind of scraped the surface on that. Now, what I want to talk about is the Bitcoin principles that, in my opinion, make it superior uh, to pretty much any currency out there. And obviously, Bitcoin is the first of its kind. 
And there will be something that may become that's better out there that's different than Bitcoin. But right now, we're working with what Bitcoin is. And so in my opinion, right now, it's the best of the currency that's out there in cryptocurrency. And this is why. It has that ledger. So every 10 minutes, like I said, a new block and a ledger line is added to that. So the truth behind it, so nobody can fudge that, is immaculate. Number two, there are only going to be 21 million Bitcoins in all of the Bitcoin code. So there isn't a way for somebody to say, oh, I think I'm going to print 1 million new Bitcoin today. Contrary to how our current government is running and most global currencies uh, and most global politics and uh, governments, they're all printing lots more money into their system, which deflates the value of that currency. In my opinion, Bitcoin is superior to that currency because it can't be inflated. Now, it does have a slight inflation right now. As each new block is added to the chain, 6.5 new Bitcoin are minted for those miners, as we call them, or the people that are running the ledger. 6.5 new Bitcoin every 10 minutes are loaded to the system and given to those miners to, uh, as a reward for them to maintain the ledger, which is amazing. Uh, that's the incentive for people to actually run the ledger and make sure that, uh, that the entire system say, stays truthful. Now, that 6.5 new Bitcoin does have that inflationary tactic, but 6.5 is very, very small comparative to our current government, where we now have $34 trillion in debt. And you can go and look this up on the debt clock right now about how much government or, or how much national debt we have, 34 trillion, and how much money we're pumping into the system and printing right now. If I said, oh, this year, or sorry, let's say only every 10 minutes, 6.5 new dollars are loaded into the system, that'd be amazing. We'd have less inflation than we've ever seen and probably would even feel some deflationary tactics uh, or positions. That's not happening right now in our current government, and that probably will never happen. Um, so what I want to say about Bitcoin is it does have that inflationary piece, but it is very, very small, and it is the rewards for the people running the ledger or operating the ledger so that we can have the truth behind it, like I said. Okay, I want to throw in one last thing here. Or sorry, not one last thing, but one last topic about the having or about the rewards coming out for Bitcoin. There is an event that happens every four years in Bitcoin called the having or having, depending on who you talk to. They mean the same thing. What it's, what's going to happen is the reward for Bitcoin right now every 10 minutes is 6.5 Bitcoins. The having event will make that become 3.25. So every four years, the cycle makes it so that the inflationary piece of Bitcoin actually goes down and becomes less inflationary which is amazing for a currency or a store of value. Um, and then this is the insight I want to talk about right now. Sorry, if you want to go out and pull up a calculator or a website called the Bitcoin Rainbow Chart, they have it mapped out for when the last halving happened for Bitcoin and all of the previous halvings, however you want to say that. And so you can see this Bitcoin Rainbow Chart every time that Bitcoin is halved or halved, 
so that the, the reward is actually less on the blockchain, then you can see there's a big rise up in price for Bitcoin. And this is the thing I want to draw your attention to. There is a pattern with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency altogether that rides with the Bitcoin halvening. So if, in, in my opinion, if you look up the Bitcoin rainbow chart today, and I have it pulled up right now, we are in a space that's called accumulate. So we used to be in a price that was well below that, and we were in what's called basically a fire sale. And so if we are in the rainbow chart and we're in the basically a fire sale, that is a great time to purchase as much Bitcoin as you can get your hands on because when it does go up on the Bitcoin rainbow chart, you'll be able to tell when a good time would be to sell for you. So I've done it twice in my uh, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency career where I bought really high in the market. Um, I did it the first time I lost 60000 and then the second time I rode the hype train just like normal, um, which I'll never do again because now I have these tools at my fingertips that I didn't know existed at the time. Uh, but when I bought into the second time, I bought in and I've bought about $170,000 worth of crypto. And that has gone down as low as $40,000 in my account, uh, about $42,000. So I lost another hundred something thousand if I were to sell. Luckily, uh, I didn't want to have losses totaling 160000 or 170000 uh, So I didn't sell this time. I just held on. I knew it would come back eventually. And so right now on the Bitcoin rainbow chart, we are in that accumulate period. I'm still buying Bitcoin and a few others that we'll kind of get into here in a second. I'm buying some of those cryptocurrencies in a great accumulation zone so that when it does go up to the orange zone, sell, seriously sell. And you can see that on the Bitcoin rainbow chart if you pull it up. Um, then I'm going to start selling some of my positions when we get to that. And so right now, I'm just really looking at the numbers and the graphs and understanding more, becoming educated um, and doing more of my homework and my due diligence to really understand this investment vehicle. Okay, right now my current account though is about 127,000, 126,000. And so I have sh shrank my current investment from 170,000 roughly to 42,000 and back up to 120 something thousand. And so once we hit that zone, I'll probably be in the space of about 200 something thousand, maybe 300,000. Um, if it really goes hot and gets wild, maybe half a million. And so all I'm trying to point you in, into the right direction with this video and this podcast is to get some clarity on cryptocurrency and also give you some of the tools and resources you could use. All right, last resource that I want you to be uh, paying attention to is the cryptocurrency uh, coin market cap. So kind of like going over to Yahoo Finance, you can look up stocks and everything like that. Coin market cap is a great place for you to do some research on cryptocurrencies that you think you might want in your uh, current portfolio. All right, my last thoughts about this. Like I said, in my opinion, I think Bitcoin is going to change currency as we know it. And cryptocurrency is really gonna be the driver of how that all gets done. Like I said, Bitcoin's the first of its kind. It has the most traction, the most people behind it, the largest market cap out of all the cryptocurrencies. In my opinion, it feels the safest. Um, and also it feels like it is the space that 
you won't really become rich, but you'll have a great store of value that will go up as adoption happens worldwide all around us. Um, there are lots of other aspects about Bitcoin that we could go down, but I want to keep this shorter than 40 minutes. Um, and then lastly, just as a reminder, if you've made it this far, there is a referral code down below. If you want $25 for free in cryptocurrency, use my referral code downloadcrypto.com, the app. And this is the cool thing. If you want to do your homework on what crypto.com is as a company, they are uh, they bought the naming rights of the Staples Center. So now it's called the crypto.com arena. Um, that's where the Lakers play. That's where they host a ton of events in California. Um, the crypto.com name is going to go worldwide everywhere and it's gaining a lot of traction and a lot of it is done through their marketing. So uh, the renaming, the renaming of the Staples Center is a huge piece of that. Um, right now, if you w watch UFC, you'll see the crypto.com logo on most of their shorts or on the octagon there's lots of things with the ufc where you'll see marketing for crypto.com um, they are in f1 racing so like IndyCars, cars um, there's all of the marketing with that um, they did a huge marketing cam campaign with the world cup so anyway long story short crypto.com the company is one of the easiest ways to get involved and one of the safest in my opinion um, because they just have more of the regulations to keep people's money safe. And that makes it worthwhile. Very last thought. Right now, the SEC, probably when you guys see this a, a few weeks ago, had just announced that Bitcoin ETFs were allowed and 11 large companies launched a Bitcoin ETF, which is amazing. All that really says is now the SEC thinks that large companies can protect people's investments and give those investments to the public. So it will become uh, not the Wild West here in the future. So anyway, that is a long story about cryptocurrency, some of the money I've lost. Um, I'll give you my personal portfolio and what I'm doing right now. All I do is buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Crypto.com coin, which is called Kronos coin. Um, I love cryptocurrency. I would love to know your guys' thoughts down below. So are you guys investing in Bitcoin? Have you ever heard of it? Have you bought any? Do you Did you ride up the wave last time? Have you lost money in it? Give me your stories. Write those down below. I would love to see some. And then as always, I'm very grateful for everybody that watches our channel. Please like, share, and comment on this video if you found it valuable. And as always, I'm TJ McClelland, the broker of Fitness Realty. This is the Fitness Realty Podcast. I love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.